Stevie Wonder for your love on Jet Set Breakfast, 24 minutes after nine. And um, coming up next, I'm talking to Teboho Mosito, founder and CEO of uh, Ditsoho Group, and is an influential award-winning businesswoman, international speaker, founder of Ditsoho Group, a steel engineering and mining services company that recently diversified uh, into the renewable energy and alternative building technology sectors. Good to have you on SAFM. Good morning, Peter, and thank you so much for inviting me. Such a hard-wearing sector of entrepreneurship. This has got to take a woman of steel to be in, you know, the business that you are in. So how did you start um, the business that you, you, you are in? Uh, well, I, I must say I come from an entrepreneurial family. So growing up, my parents were running businesses, and I knew that one day I will also, you know, be in business. And... For me to get into mining, you know, we come from a village surrounded by the mines and I was always fascinated by all the steel structures and just wanting to know who is building them, where are the women, are they involved? And from that stage, I became passionate about the industry, learning the ins and outs of, you know, getting in there. And I started in Soho and started knocking in the doors, you know, 10 years ago. And I am still in the mines and it's very challenging, I must say. But, uh, yeah, very rewarding. Mm. And let's talk about some of the challenges that you faced when you were starting up. Uh, Starting up, you know, I would say each and every woman, you know, you have to prove that you can deliver, you are capable, or you know the industry. So for me, one of the challenges was access to information and access to markets. Uh, currently, there's a lot of technological improvements in the mines, and I, I believe women from rural villages, they don't get the, the opportunities, you know, that are there. So you first need to know people's network, and also when you do get an opportunity, you need to know who will help you to fund those projects because for you to get an opportunity, you must at least show proof that you have availability of funds, technical resources. So it has been quite a lot of challenges and it's all about meeting the right people who are able to support you and have really, you know, worked on that and, you know, master the skill of being, surrounding myself with positive people, bold women who are willing to open doors, bold men who are willing to mentor us into the industry. Mm. This is a very, you know, looking at, at the background of this particular industry, it's a really exclusively male-dominated uh, sector. And um, just reading some of uh, your, your bio, uh, your business boasts 100% black female-led foundation. And as women, sometimes, you know, we, it, it can become a bit of a challenge to work together in, and, and be, you know, strong um, strong women in, in under the under one roof. How did you find, I mean, maybe I should ask the question, uh, how many women are, in, are under the foundation, first and foremost? Uh, because uh, currently in South Africa, we're still struggling in terms of getting the, the you know, the skills. Uh, we work with a lot of artisans, so I must say it's only 20% of women who are working for me, 80% are still male, but the company is 100% women-owned. 
uh, we working with a number of organizations like the Mercita in order to get more women onboarded onto the system. But uh, I'm deliberately, you know, trying to transform the industry by bringing more women and sharing opportunities available, opportunities for training, mentorship, and so forth. Mm. But I think another thing is uh, if we don't tell the story that it is possible, then some women are still afraid to tap into the industry. So for me, I'm trying to open more doors for women to come in and even partner and collaborate so that we can stop saying this is a male-dominated sector because there is quite a lot of women and we can also populate, you know, in the industry. Mm. And and how are you transforming your industry and enabling change for the future of female leaders in your sector? Uh, for me, I would say, first of all, uh, using the, the awards and accolades that I've received so far since being in the industry, uh, I've been rated as one of the 100 global inspirational women in mining and most influential people of African descent. So I'm using my voice to encourage and mentor and motivate more women and also having platforms to share our challenges and share the opportunities and the success stories that helps more women to be comfortable to tap into the industry. And also just creating those uh, you know, opportunities and engaging with more women who are leaders and CEOs in the industry to say, can we hold each other's hand and, you know, give each other opportunities? Mm. And you also have an upliftment program uh, and you are the founding member of the Temo Foundation. How does it work? For me, with Temo Foundation, I grew up in a rural village, like I say, you know, in Rustenburg and also having been in Limpopo and the Northern Cape, I see a lot of women not tipping into mining. And then I did my own research. I realized they do not have access to, you know, information networks and so forth. So I decided to start Timo Foundation to offer those programs to rural women, entrepreneurship development, partner with the likes of CEDA and other government entities to say how can we train these women and make them, you know, employable and also be able to start their own businesses. Uh, we provide portable skills training to young people, you know. Some of these industries, you see a lot of contractors bringing their own skilled workforce and they don't hire the locals because the locals don't have skills. But now they need to train and invest more in training the young people. So with my foundation, I do offer the opportunity to train more people. And in terms of food security projects, we work with a number of NGOs, environmental initiatives, whereby females then get the opportunity to even teach, you know, uh, the mining community about wellness, water and sanitation, and also get to get, you know, support from the mines to, to say we cannot all work in the mines, but we can help to improve our livelihoods by, you know, providing such training programs. Mm. And I see that also your foundation provides food security projects. Yeah, recently I was uh, nominated on the Xavier Tleke uh, Old Women Awards, and I met a very, you know, passionate entrepreneur, Claire, who was the winner of the Bold Women Award, and she's into food gardening and so forth. So I said to her, you know, through our partnership, we could go to villages, to schools, and have all these, you know, 
food security projects where even people living with disabilities can then run their food gardening programs, you know, without having to rely only on government grants and so forth. So it's really a good uh, partnership and initiative that we are working on. And before I let you go, advice to other women that are aspiring to be in the same industry as you are. My advice would be never, ever be intimidated by what you don't know. Go out there, look for opportunities, ask for help. I personally, I didn't have any background in engineering. You know, I come from an HR background, but through a number of ESG programs, I have been able to to grow and understand the industry. And women must not be afraid to network, look for help, look for support, and be the voice. Don't be afraid to, to speak up. I think for me, it really helps to speak up. Uh, in this engineering sector, you find there's a few women, and some of them, you you know, there's this thing of fronting. With me, I always say I need to work in an industry where I can be, you know, the leader and understand and work with people so people don't have to, you know, think that it's not my business. You know, there were times when there was even forensic audit on my company to say, is she the owner? Is she the part of the Soho? So constantly having to prove yourself, don't give up, just keep pushing and pushing and, you know, ultimately people will start believing you and you can build your own credibility and people will trust you and so forth. Tebu Homosito, thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast and all the very best and keep on inspiring other young women who actually would like to be in um, your particular industry. And maybe someone listening would like maybe to have a one-on-one. Would that be possible? Maybe not a one-on-one or just to, you know, just to get some more info in terms of if they want to, you know, to start something that is similar. Okay. Yeah, they can reach me on my LinkedIn page, Tebohomosito. I do have a website, com, And I'm also a member of Women in Mind in Business South Africa. So if they do join our organization, they can be able to reach out to us and we can give them all the mentorship and, you know, whatever information they need to scale up their businesses. Thank you so much. Thank you, Teboho. Uh, have yourself a great Sunday. Thank you. Bye. That's Tebo Homosito, founder and CEO of uh, Ditsoho Group.